0: Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. Too much of the time, because of a failure to know the Word, and to see what God's Word has to say about a subject, we're simply praying in darkness, and we don't know just where we're going. Prayer becomes a matter of begging God to try to do something in desperation. But when you know the Word ahead of time, then you can come with confidence. Now that's what this text says. This is a confidence that we have in Him. That if we ask anything according to His will... All right. I said, I like to read it this way, that if we ask anything according to His Word, He heareth
1: us. You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the series, The Will of God in Prayer by Kenneth e. Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Kenneth e. Hagan's message.
0: So healing has to be the will of God.
1: We don't have to put an if in our prayer. If it's your will, heal
0: me. Or if it's your will, heal this one or that one. We know his will because his word is his will. Now I'll grant you this, that there are those who are not in his will. There are some who who before you could get them healed would have to be gotten back into the will of God. But you still don't have to pray if it's your will, heal them. Because it is his will, and it is his will that they be in the will of God. And then again, we know that praying for finances to meet obligations is his will. Because you remember Philippians 4.19 says, My God shall supply all your need, or the margin says, every need of yours, according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. All your need, and every need, means just what it says. All and every. Now practically everything is covered in these points. It is the will of God, you see, that our needs be met. You remember what Jesus said when he was here on the the earth? He made this statement. That if ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children... How much more, I like that expression, how much more will your heavenly Father give good things to them that ask him? Now, if you, being evil or natural or just human, if you know how to give good gifts to your children, and the only gifts that you could give to them would be natural, and that's what he's talking about, how much more will your heavenly Father give good things unto them that ask him? And you know, again, the Bible said, if you be willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. And so God is concerned about every need of ours, physical, material, as well as spiritual. And let's believe that. And we have the right to come and know that it is His will that our needs be met. We can pray for ministers, that they will speak in the power of the Spirit. Paul said, you know, to the church at Corinth, a door was opened unto me of the Lord. Then he said, pray for me. He was asking them to pray that he would be able to speak in the power of the Spirit. Then we can pray for the lost in heathen lands. We know that is his will. All of that is in his will. If you will just study the word, instead of saying according to the will of God, you will say according to the word of God. Then you will have it in the right focus. I found in my own experience that I can find in His Word a promise for every aspect of life. We can know then just how to pray, and we can have the assurance before we pray what His will is. Many times the reason prayer isn't working for people is that they're trying to get God to help them or to get God to do something for them apart from the Word. Actually, they're praying in darkness. We pointed out that the psalmist of old said, "...the entrance of thy words giveth light." And then again the psalmist said, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. It's a lamp unto my feet. We are to walk in the light of the word. No one can build a successful prayer life if he doesn't know the word. A successful prayer life is built and based upon the written word of God. When you pray according to the word, the word is a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path. You know which way you are walking too much of the time. Because of a failure to know the word and to see what God's word has to say about a subject, we're simply praying in darkness and we don't know just where we're going. Prayer becomes a matter of begging God to try to do something in desperation. But when you know the word ahead of time, then you can come with confidence. Now that's what this text says. This is a confidence that we have in him. That if we ask anything according to his will, or as I said I like to read it this way, that if we ask anything according to his word, he heareth us. One time there was a lady, this has happened more than once with me, of both men and women. Anyway, this lady came to me at the close of one of my services and shook hands with me. And uh, she uh, said, Brother Hagin, I want you to pray for me. I said, all right, what for? Well, I believe that startled her because I think she just meant for me to pray for her. When I asked what for, it seemed to startle. She said, well, do I have to tell you? So I smiled and said, well, I'm not going to pray unless you do. After all, if you want me to pray for you, you're expecting me to have faith for it. And I can't have faith for something if I don't know what it is. Or else you want me to agree with you, and I can't agree with you on something that I don't even know what I'm agreeing on. Now, this woman then said to me, well, I'll tell you. She said, uh, Brother Higgins, she said, the cares of life, the anxieties and the worries are just so great. And you know, I felt so sorry for her. She began to cry, and a look of desperation came on her face and over her countenance. And uh, she began to sob even harder and said, I just can't carry them. I wanted you to pray that God would do one of two things, that he would either give me grace to bear them, or else he would take away about half of them. I can carry half of them, I just can't carry all of them. Well, now, you know that sounds a little peculiar, and we laugh about it, but really it isn't a laughable matter. It's a very serious thing with that dear soul. Your heart goes out to a person who's a Christian, born again, filled with the Spirit, and yet in darkness, not walking in the light of the Word. I simply said, well, sister, I can't pray either prayer. It would be unscriptural to pray either prayer. It would be unscriptural to pray that God would give you grace to bear those things because that's not what he wants to do. And it would be unscriptural to say, take half of them away and I'll carry half of them because he don't want to carry just half of them. He wants to carry all of them. You see, I am enlightened by his word. I know what his word is. I know what his will is. It isn't his will to give her grace to bear those worries, anxieties, and cares. It isn't his will to take half of them away and let her carry the other half. Now, how do I know? Because of what his word says. His word says in 1 Peter 5, 7, Casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. Now, not half of it. Not I'll give you grace to carry your cares, or half of them and you care them. But casting all your cares upon him, for he careth for you. Now, I said, Sister, isn't it wonderful that we already have the answer for your prayer right here? Right here in the Bible, we already have the answer to your prayer. I got my Bible and read it to her. Casting all your care upon him. Or the Amplified Version is more explicit than the King James Translation. It reads, Cast in the whole of your care, all your anxieties, all your worries, and all your concern." Now that's all of them. Anxieties, worries, concerns, cares, all of them. Do what with them? Cast them all on Him. Here is what you do. Cast them all on Him. For He cares for you affectionately and cares about you watchfully. I believe that He does. I believe the last part of that verse is true, that He cares about us affectionately and cares about us watchfully. If I believe that, then I'm going to have to believe that the first part of that verse is true, true. That I can cast all my cares on him, all my concerns and all my anxieties. Now that's the reason I can, because he cares. He does care about me. Uh, He is watching over me. He loves me. Now I told her that, and she said she couldn't do it. She said, I can't do it. I just can't do it. I know I can't. I said, well, he said you can. He's not going to tell you to do something that you can't do. That would be foolish. God is not going to tell you to do something that you cannot do. It seems to me that people would be glad to know this. I remember when I found it out, I never was more glad in all my life. I found out I didn't have to worry anymore. And I was just, as we say, speaking naturally, uh, tickled pink about it. Now, I don't understand some people. From the time I got saved, I always read the Bible from the standpoint of finding all the deliverance and help I could. It seems to me that some people read the Bible to find out everything they can against themselves, to condemn themselves, to heap more guilt upon themselves. I don't understand it. But I know this, thank God there is help for us. So this woman said to me, oh, you're just being hard. You're just hard. I said, Sister, I'm not being hard, just because I told her what the Bible said. I'm not being hard. It wasn't I who said, Casting all your care upon him. God said that. It wasn't I. She said, Yes, but you don't understand what I have to worry about. I said, Well, I'm sure I don't. But still, it wasn't I who wrote the Bible. It was God. It's God's word, and God knows. Now, I mentioned this to show you that the reason our prayers don't work sometimes Uh, even though it is God's will that our prayers be heard and answered, is because we aren't praying in His will, or we are not praying according to His word. Then what happens? This woman went off muttering to herself, and she continued to worry. Now, there's no doubt in my mind, but that everywhere she went to church, she turned in a prayer request and continued to wonder why it didn't work. It isn't going to work for those who are praying out of the will of God instead of in the will of God, or that is, praying according to the word. Well, with what boldness we can come to Him? This is the boldness that we have in Him, that if we ask anything according to His will, He heareth us. And if we know that He hear us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desired of Him. It takes a little while sometimes for us to get loose from traditional thinking and really get on the Word. We are so bound up with religious thoughts and what we've been taught, and many times it is isn't Scripture. We have been taught what someone thought the scripture says, not what the scripture actually says. As we said, it is God's will to save the lost. In particular, every believer has authority in his own household. You have more authority there than you do anywhere else.
1: You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. This month's special offer is the message series by Kenneth E. Hagan, The Will of God in Prayer. In this three-CD series, Kenneth E. Hagin explores the scriptures and instructs believers on how to use the Word of God in prayer. This series is just $21. Call now, 1-888-FAITH-99. Don't delay. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagin Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. You, you
0: can watch Rhema Praise, uh... Video cast, That's right. Uh, and you can listen to Rama for Today Radio, and you can read the Word of Faith magazine. Uh, all of this online. can be done online at org. That's right. If you want to do that. And you also can download uh, our, our app from the, to the iPhone or the Android and, and also watch, watch our services live country. at 10 o'clock on Sunday morning, 7 o'clock Sunday night, and 7 o'clock on Wednesday night? Central time. Central time, okay. That's yeah, right. you always get that in there. I, I, I get that in there. Well, I, do, I don't think that away. I so know. I'm glad you do. <laughs> uh, you're, the, you're the detail person. Huh? I, I mean. am, I am. I'm your helpmate. <laughs>
1: that's right, that's right, that's right. <laughs> if this radio program has blessed you and ministered to your spirit, then we want to hear from you. We're asking you, our audience, to let us know when and where you listen. Email us at partnerservices at RAMA.org. or call 1-888-FAITH-99 and tell us. If you prefer, drop us a letter. Write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma 74150. If we're to remain broadcasting in your area, we need to hear from you. And if you're able, we would ask that you would consider sowing an offering to help defray the costs of this radio program. Call today to get this month's special faith-building offer, Kenneth E. Hagin's The Will of God in Prayer 3 CD Series. Yours for the price of $21. The number to call is 1-888-FAITH-99. That's toll-free, 1-888-FAITH-99. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagan, The Will of God in Prayer. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.